It's a simple game. And this is the SMQB's baseball preview extravaganza. Technically our 11th episode, but it's a special one. Uh, We are going to cover all things baseball today. It's going to be fun. And we are going to start off with excellent news for the Philadelphia Phillies, who I understand have signed Nick Foles to come in and take them to a championship. Uh, yes. I <laughs> swore that there was no way you could work that in here. I <laughs> swore there's no way they were working Eagles quarterbacks uh, into this. But he did. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So who's ready for baseball? Let's uh, go. Yeah, yeah, baby. I can't yeah. wait. So, you know, it's fun because, um, you know, the Nats are still the defending World Series champions after – you know, we did have a tournament last year that was fun, but we didn't really tournament. get all of baseball. And so, you know, this will be our, our championship. We're going for the repeat to win the World Series this year in Washington. Wow. That's why you call it that's why you just, called it a tournament. Just just a complete diss of the Dodgers. Oh Amazing. yeah. Well, I mean, come on, look, it was fun. I mean, and, and and the Dodgers were a great team. They probably deserve to win the shortened season and tournament, but you know, I, round I don't robin. Think, yeah, it's a round robin. I mean, that's that's what it was. Um, clearly the opening day is one of the greatest days of the year, uh, baseball, you know, the, this is, I guess, you know, hope springs eternal, right? Everyone's O and O and everyone's got a chance and it, you know, looks like we're going to, there's, there's a, an aim to play a full 162 this year. Although the breaking news is that at least one Nats player is positive for COVID and four, four members of the team and staff have been in quarantine. So, I don't know. Maybe we won't play 162 this year, but we'll find out. Um, so we maybe won't... it's all a April Fool's joke. Maybe there's really not uh, a season starting tomorrow. They're just going to say, actually, we're just doing a 60 gamer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't not say the that. worst thing don't in the world. That. Don't say that. Uh, hey, well, look, 60 games too long. So, you know, here at the SMQBs, we don't, we don't like to do what everybody does. We're not going to do a big preview of team by team and, and who's going to win this division. And thank God. And yeah. I mean, look, 
There's enough of that. We've listened to hundreds, hundreds of podcasts. So I don't have to that. analyze the Rangers. Is that what you're saying? Well, you might have to. <laughs> Are they playing this year? What we're going to really. do is we're going to just go... had to throw away 20 pages of notes, but otherwise he's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pope, Pope just threw away his, uh, his binder. Uh, we're going to go Binders full of little, Rangers, a little round the horn, round the horn of the SMQBs. We're going to, we're going to want to find out who everybody thinks is going to be the best player uh, or at least a player they want to watch this year. We, we can argue over why you're putting them on your list, but let's just get right to it. Let's start with first base. Uh, House, you of the of the Philly uh, Philly fanatic, let's hear it. Who's your first baseman? This was the toughest for me on the whole diamond uh, on my starting nine. There is stocked with talent uh, with Abreu and Alonzo, but I'm I'm gonna go with the reigning uh, MVP of the National League, uh, Freddie Freeman. It was only a matter of time till he got an MVP. He's a stud. And I think he deserves to be in the starting nine of the SMQB first base uh, position. I'm going with Freddie Freeman. Milk, what do you got? I, I can't go against a guy who uh, went to my high school and oh, wow. played, played for the Florida Gators. Pete Alonzo, 53 home runs in 2019. Bad year last year, but didn't count. He's coming back. I love it. I'm in. Go Mets. Ugh, gross. <laughs> They're gonna make a run this year. Keep an eye on them. You know, he says he want. He says he's deserving to be paid four hundred million dollar contract. He's gonna be the first four hundred million dollar man. That's what Pete says. Pete, we'll, we'll Pete Alonso said that. Yeah, Pete Alonso said that. Well, yeah, I think it's, it's... you might see the first four hundred million dollar man out of the Mets, but it's not gonna be Pete Alonso, right? And right. it might happen before this podcast is actually over. So. uh Pope, who do you have at first? I know it's going to be a shock to you, but I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman of my Atlanta Braves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not not the Texas Rangers. The Wait, Atlanta. Did, did everyone hear that? What's yeah. that? What's that in the background? Well, in the background, that's <laughs> that's that's Homer Simpson because that's a Homer pick. I mean, first of all, I, I, I mean, I guess it's a homer pick, right? Because the Braves Rangers thing. I mean, whatever. But come on, man, you could do better than that. What do you Look, got? I mean, from a stat standpoint, first of all, he's reigning MVP. Second of all, his OPS is one point one oh two, so that wow. is superior, right there. I mean, you really can argue with that. Fifty one runs scored last year, twenty three doubles. Uh, he's a hitting machine, and uh, you know, I challenge you. I'm. I I trust House on this one. I'm going. I'm going Freddie. Yeah, Pope. Rooster. I'm 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 getting it ready here. All right. First of all, I just want to say welcome to the march to number 28 for the Yankees. I have not been this excited for opening day since I was a kid, and (laughs) I was. I have down on my sheet Jose Abreu, last year's AL MVP. Batted 317, 617 slugging percentage. But then I looked up his defense, and he's not very good. He led the league in uh, errors for first baseman. So I'm going to have to go with the guy who led the league in home runs and tied for the highest batting average at 364, Luke Voigt. Oh, my Uh, God. Luke Voigt. Is every one of your picks? Home run (laughs) champion, bro. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. 
We'll see him in 4th of July. So how many guys on the Yankees are going to hit 40 home runs this year? How many are there going to? I'd say at least three, but probably four. They got to play at least a hundred and something games. They got to stay off the injured. Yeah, well, their that, biggest problem is health. Well, who are the three that you have recently? All right, Luke Voigt, Judge, Stanton, and Sanchez is back, man. He's hitting the hell out of the ball. I want to throw a name out there that might surprise you, but Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier's the man. He'd be batting third on on the Orioles. He's batting ninth on the Yankees. That might be your your third 40 home run guy this year. Yep. Depending Stop. On- yeah, and, enough. And we, and we have a we have a guy uh, named Jason Dominguez who could come up right now and start for most teams. Well, those are those are really good picks, I think, guys. I, I want to throw out a different name, and and not necessarily because I disagree with some of the, the folks you all picked, but just just to make something different. I'm really curious to see what Paul Goldschmidt's going to do uh, this year with uh, Arenado in the lineup with him. Um, that's that's you know the Central's probably the weakest division in all of baseball, I think. Um, and I'm I'm just curious. I mean, God. You know, this is an exciting season to go into. There, there are some really great players all around the the diamond, but I, I want to see what Goldschmidt's going to do, and and I think that could be fun this year. I like that. So, I like that pick. All right, let's go second base. Let's uh, let's go with Pope. What do you got? Who do you have at second? Uh, and this is painful with Rooster looking at me on my screen, but I got to go with DJ Lemayhew. Um, Mm. hard, hard to argue, uh, with his 364 batting average last year, um, 1.01 OPS. I don't know. Find me somebody better. La machine. Rooster, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't want to hear that. I agree. I agree. I mean, he's the only person in uh, modern history who's won the batting title in both leagues. DJ LeMahieu, he's my man. So you've, you're two for two for Yankees at this Correct point. Correct a mundo. Okay. <laughs> just, someone keep track of this. Uh, it's not hard. Yeah. Milk? Uh, Second base. Get the, get the. I'll tell you who it's not. Altuve. Ugh. <laughs> God. That felt get good. The, get the Homer thing out. I'm going to tell you right now. This guy is completely undervalued. Oh, boy. You probably oh don't even know who he is. Oh, my God. I'm going with a Tampa You're Bay You're not going Ray. with Brandon Lowe? Oh, oh, wow. Come on. <laughs> get it right. No, the point hey. is Lowe. Hey, this guy yeah. consistently hits over 300. He's got a ton of power. He didn't have the greatest postseason last year, but, again, that doesn't count. But – um He's going to get double digit high into the twenties home runs. I mean, he's, I'm telling you, he's, he's completely undervalued, really good second baseman. Um, I think he's going to have a comeback year after that. He's pissed off in the, after his postseason performance. Isn't he the guy your wife has a crush on? No, that's Seager. Oh, okay. uh, we'll get to him later. I thought it was me, but <laughs> house. She thinks he's cute. Second base. You no. Know, I got as far as uh, the city of New York and then got kind of stuck between Jeff McNeil on the Mets and DJ. I'll say this. uh, I think DJ is actually one of the better values 
in baseball. They signed him to six years, $90 million. And all the guy does is hit 330 and solid defensive player. He's he hits for some power. His OPS, like Pope said, is, you know, I, I got to go. I hate to do this because uh, the Yankees are the Death Star, but you'll notice from my picks today that I'm going to be very objective. And wow. so I'm object, objectively speaking, I'm going with DJ. Wow. Wow. Those are good, good picks all the way around. Uh, but we're going to have fans in the stands this year, right? Who's we? Well, there's <laughs> going to be some fans. I mean, some some teams are going to have more than others, uh, and some are allowed to have more than others and still won't. But um, there's going to be people cheering and jeering, right? Yeah, baby. Yeah. So I'm taking at second base. The guy that I want to watch this year is one Jose Altuve because I <laughs> oh, want to watch. Oh, I want to oh. watch. I want to watch that short motherfucker. I want to see him get beamed every series once. I want to see him strike out more than he did in his entire career. I want to see him floating the ball over the first baseman's head. I want that guy to experience every bit of pain and humiliation that he got away with last year, not having to play in front of fans. So Altuve is my second baseman because I want to see that cheating MFR fail 162 games this season. Hope, how do you pronounce the your the guy you guys just released? Odor, is it Roughned? Rug dead. Odor. Odor root dead. Isn't he the guy who punched uh, yes. uh, Joey Bats in the face? So I, what I would like yes. to see is every team's pick him up the day before they play the Astros, <laughs> put him in at second base and let him yeah. punch Altuve. If he makes it to second. Yeah. That's That'd right. be unique. That's why Altuve is my guy at second. He's, base. he's we, so we, hateable. Uh, the Rangers gave him a boatload of money and uh, he never performed. So didn't even make the roster. What an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was like the forearm shiver from hell. Wasn't it? Isn't that what he, what he hit that guy I think, with? I think he gave him a quick right cross right to the jaw. I want to talk about uh, shortstop a, a little more in a minute, but so let's let's jump over shortstop and uh, milk. I want to hear who you got at third base. Oh, this one's painful. I uh, I think I'm I'm following your lead on this one. I'm I'm going with Bregman. Oh, another uh, another oh. cheating motherfucker. Uh, Whoa, you no, know, he uh, he bothers. He does bother me not as much as Altuve, but he's. He's he's actually pretty good, and I and I wanted him to fail so bad last year, but he he actually he had a pretty good season and in, in the shortened season, um, yeah I I think he's I I hate to say it he's a really good third baseman, and I, I can't I couldn't think of anybody else, really? other than maybe the guy on the on the Angels. Well, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take it from there, Mill, because that's who I got, Rendon. Rendon, Anthony Rendon is one of the most underappreciated players in baseball. Former Nat. I mean, yeah, well, he is. I mean, he is a former Nat. And, you know, he almost, you know, I can't say single-handedly, but but boy, was he huge in the playoffs uh, in 19 for the Nats and and in the World Series. Uh, I mean, somebody said it the other other night when we were watching basketball about ice water running through someone's veins. When you talk about ice water in their veins – 
Rendon has got it. His his heart rate, like they they say, his heart rate doesn't get above forty five or something, even when he's standing in the box. I mean, it's outrageous. This guy with Trout in that lineup, and and maybe who knows what we'll see from Otani this year. Um, you know, Rendon could have a huge year, and he's just such a cool customer. I, I'd I'd watch him hit any day, and then his defense is outstanding too. Yeah, House, it's a good pick. What do you got, House? So, again, I mean, that's a good pick. Um, and I got to say, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what Arenado does with the Cardinals. Um, I think he puts them definitely into the playoffs. But just for pure who I want to watch and who I think really remains at the top of the third baseman, he finished in the top three in the MVP award race last year. Uh, my pick for the most exciting team in baseball, the San Diego Padres, Manny Machado is my pick at third base. I love watching him play. I think he's fully come into form with the Padres and he's going to be at the top of the board of third baseman this year. Pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. And talk about a guy who, who, you know, one minute was a super, superstar going to the Padres and then got overshadowed because of Tatis and, and everything that he did last year. So that that's, that's really a great pick. Rooster, uh, I agree with House. Um, I got Machado. I, he, he not only is a great hitter, but he led the um, league in fielding percentage for third baseman last year. Um, I think this is the year of the Padres. I'm really excited to see the Padres play, and I think this is going to be a breakout year for Machado. I, I really considered Arenado. Is that how you pronounce it? For the cards, yep. Yep. yeah, Jose, Jose Ramirez for the Indians and Rendon, but I just see Machado as being a head, head and shoulders above them this year. Pope, tell someone we don't know. No, it's going to be Rendon. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was a horse in 2019, uh, 1.01 OPS. You guys like me using that OPS? Yeah. Know what <laughs> I that know no, you looked it up the before, yeah. before we went out. You just looked that up. Is that is that this week's chalk on base? <laughs> on base plus slugging. It's probably the most uh, looked at offensive stat right now in baseball. And uh, Rendon one point oh one oh, which is one of the highest in two thousand nineteen. Thirty four home runs, one hundred and twenty six RBIs. Uh, if he if he replicates that with the angels, um, then I think we're looking at our number one third baseman. Uh, can't argue with it. I, I do want to say though, uh, don't sleep on, um, Gio Urshela. No, well, I was going to say Matt Chapman in Oakland. I mean, Chapman could be a, an MVP, um, maybe this year, but in the He's future, hurt, right? Is he, uh, hurt? is he, is he going in the season hurt? He's got some issues. I think. Yeah. Yeah. He has a hip injury. Yeah. Well, keep an eye on but him. But I, I agree. Uh, he's he's pretty solid. All right. Let's go. Uh, we got everybody on third base, right? Everyone got a chance there? Yeah. Let's yeah. go. So shortstop. Um, you know, it's funny because I'm getting old. And, you know, Rooster, I don't know how that makes you feel, <laughs> but – um, yeah. I feel pretty to good, who? man. <laughs> to who, man. Yeah. But, 
I, I, I was reading in Sports Illustrated that this was the golden age of shortstops. And I feel like I've already been through a golden age of shortstops uh, in my lifetime. So probably I, I defensively. But do you think offensively you've been through a golden age? I think well, defensively we've lived through a golden age. I don't know. I mean, when you had A-Rod and Nomar Garcia-Para and Nomar Jita. And I mean, those guys all came up yeah. together. Yeah. And and we talked about, um, you know, those guys being that was the golden age of shortstops. Now. Wow. I mean, these guys can play uh, rooster. Who do you who do you have it short? For the same reason I picked Machado, I'm picking Fernando Tatis. Um, he's a five tool guy, but he is the most exciting young star in baseball. And I think he's up to the moment. Um, he the pot to, I really do believe this is the Padres year. He just signed a 14 year contract with the Padres for $340 million. And, um, the Padres were, were sold in 1994 for about a quarter of that amount. It's just, and he's probably <laughs> worth it. He's and it's a bargain. Yeah. It. It's a bargain. I he mean, is, he, he's yeah. really it's like awesome. a Pujols contract. He's yeah. awesome. I can't wait to watch him play. The other guy I really can't wait to watch pl- play is the guy you mentioned earlier. Bison Otani, uh, if he can pull off pitching and being a f- everyday batter, that would just be so much fun to see. Yeah, million dollar infield. I, I, I love Tatis. I'm sure. I suspect someone else on here is going to have him. But just to be clear, he's the second most exciting young player in baseball. Oh, here well, we go. Pope, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Pope, Pope, who's your shortstop? Well. Seeing how Fernando Tatis Sr. was a Texas Ranger, oh, didn't have a memorable career. Oh. Uh, his spawn, Fernando Tatis Jr., obviously is, is one of the more exciting baseball players. And for all the reasons that uh, Rooster picked, I won't go over them. But, I mean, with the five tools that he's got, um, and he's probably the face of Major League Baseball for the next uh, five or six years. So I'm going with Tatis. Really hard to argue with him. Trevor Story is a great you know, up-and-comer out of the Rockies, but it, it's it's Tatis. House? I hope we can make this unanimous. I, I got to tell you, we had a conversation on another SMQBs about how we feel about showing up and bat flips and back flips. I'll tell you what, I, I love the way Tatis flips that bat and uh, and his excitement that he brings to the game. I think he's so great for the game of baseball and uh, I think that that left side of the infield with Tatis and Machado is as good as it gets. Tatis is my pick as well. Milk. Obviously, it's Tatis, and no one mentioned his hair. I'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, someone to keep an eye on, though. I'd just like to mention him. Uh, he's kind of an up-and-comer. You know I like undervalued teams, right? Up-and-comers, up being a Rays fan. Keep yeah, an eye on roll. Keep an eye on Bo Bichette in Toronto. Yeah. Really like this kid. Yeah. He's uh he's very young. He's only been the in the league two years, I think. Dante's um, kid, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good well, solid. I, I gotta tell you, I I love the Tatis pick. It's not gonna be unanimous here. Oh, come on. Um, come on. And and just because again, it, there's too much talent uh in the shortstop for every one of us to go. With Tatis, I mean, look, Bo Bichette was is on my short list too. And, and by the way, talk about an up and coming team. Don't be stunned 
Love Toronto. If Toronto wins that division, I, absolutely. Don't, don't I, be stopped. Right there. Bruce um, just if they get some, mic. if they get some pitching, they'd be awesome. And and as as undervalued as I think Trey Turner is, I'm not going to put him on my list. I'm going, and it breaks my heart to do this. I hate picking a Met, but Francisco Lindor. Um, I I just think this guy is he's he's in New York now. His his uh, a star is going to shine bright. Um, he you talk about the bat flips and everything. I mean, Lindor is on a mission to stop people from worrying about statistics and and shifts and and you know pulling pitchers after seventy six pitches in the World Series and that and that sort of thing. I I just like what he's kind of all about, uh, and it kills me that he's playing for the Mets. But that's who I want to watch play this season. That is an outstanding pick, I have to admit. So, um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We got we on on going around the horn. We got to do outfield pitchers, but first, this is your your random. Somebody's going to be on the clock, Pope. I'm I'm calling you out just because oh you have feared the random team generator like no one else, <laughs> and this is how this works. You got to. I'm gonna. I've got a computer generator here. It's gonna pull up a team, and I want you to tell us something interesting. And if you don't have something, then you can phone a friend, and it could be anybody except me. No, all right, <laughs> it could be anybody. A lifeline. Yeah. All right. So the team that came up is who we were just talking about: the New York Mets. Tell us something to watch for with the Mets. Well, I mean, we're about to go to pitching, but Degrom obviously is uh, going to be. A stud this year. I've got him as my uh, potential Cy Young winner. Um, you just mentioned Lindor. Uh, the Mets are uh, they're going to and and we're not going into predictions yet, but I'm going to hold off. But they're going to be a they're going to be a horse in the East to deal with. Um, and you know, I think it's a good time to be a Mets fan. To be honest, I think they have a lot of uh, potential. Um, not there with the Yankees yet, but uh, I could see the Mets definitely breaking through in the next couple of years. And watch, keep an eye on DeGrom. DeGrom might be the first pitcher to average 100 miles an hour on his fastball throughout the season. Think about that. He averaged Average. 98. He averaged 98 last year. Yeah. Same. Brings the heat. All right, let's go to uh, – where, where should we go? How about – let's start off at uh, left field. We missed catcher. No, no, we, we'll do that. All right. All right. That's, that's Bison's position. That's, it's very special to him. Yeah, it's so very, it's we'll very meaningful to that one. That's the key to the entire season. I thought Everything. maybe you were going to uh, skip it just so no one had to mention a Philly. Ah. Well, oh, boy. Now, let's go to left field. Who do who we have? Uh, who wants to lead us off? Pope, why don't you lead us off? You got stuck with the generator there. Yeah, and I, you know, I guess the thing about the outfield is we are, by by the nature of this, we're forced to pick uh, a left fielder, center fielder, right fielder, because I'm not sure that the top three uh, would be the same if you just had outfielder and fielder in general. But I mean, left field is uh, it, that's a that's a tough one. You got Yelich, Soto, and Acuna. Um, but you know, I have a bat here for a reason because Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of the rising stars in the major leagues. Uh, I think this is his year. Um, he's a five tool player, uh, just like rooster was talking about, uh, you know, hits for power. He runs, he can throw, um, he is the generator that keeps the, the Braves going. Um, in my opinion, Acuna is your left fielder. 
Roosters. Cheers, Ronald. I think part of our debate during all of this is going to be which corner of the outfield are they actually playing in? Because I've got Acuna in the right field as, I did as, as a Soto. So yeah, yeah. Soto's, my, Soto's in right well, for sure. I, I looked him up on MLB, and they have him as left. So yeah. Soto's yeah. a – yeah. I don't yeah, they've got Soto in, in left field this year too on MLB. Soto's yeah. definitely playing right. I can, I'm right. pretty sure about that. But um, Well, I mean, that's well, the problem with having to force your three picks. Right. Yeah. yeah. I went right by MLB. Right field is an impossible decision. So who do who do we have uh, rooster and left though? Well, now that you took Soto away from me, um, <laughs> I didn't take him away from uh, you. No, can, no, no, no. Bison did. I. You can I, put him there. You can I, put him there. Put him wherever I'm you sure want. I'll play. I'm sure I he'll play put, left. At some I would point. put Soto in left if I could. I think he is the Ted Williams of our generation. He is the best hitting um, outfielder in baseball. Um, I would say don't forget about Christian Yelich. The guy won the batting title 2018 and 2019 and had a bad year last year. He'd be a good choice. I'd be tempted to take Milk's man, uh, a Rose Conpolo, but um, you know, <laughs> not enough sample size there. I think he's rookie of the year, but not give, enough sample size yet. Give it time. Give it time. So I'd take Yelich if I had to stick with left field. I wanted to put Soto there. Well, that's, that seems like a good place to stop the podcast with Soto being Ted Williams of our time. So thanks for joining thanks for, us. Thanks people. for coming, everyone. We'll well, their, their stats <laughs> are comparable up to the age of 22. I think that's Rooster. Ted Williams of our time. Wow. Uh, Rooster, Rooster, your pick just so we're, is Soto, right? Correct. Even though he's playing right. Okay. Mill, yep. who do you have? Uh, well, I'm going to go off of uh, Brian Pope's stat of OPS. And very nice with a 1.1 in 2019, Christian Yelich. But he also had a 342 ISO. We're talking about ISO too, right? Of course that's we a, are. Of course. Yes, why wouldn't we? <laughs> that's, that's also important. No, I think he's solid. I mean, he, he if we're going to pass 2020, you know, he batted 330 in 2019, led the uh, National League. Um, he led the, I think he led the majors, um, in, in RBIs, I think, um, 44 home runs. He's, I mean, great baseball player and with Soto out of the mix, cause he's no longer a left fielder. I'm going with him. House. Yeah, I, I agree with milk because the thing with Christian Yelich is, you know, he's gone from the Marlins to the Brewers. He's type of guy that the market that he's played in, he's not gotten the kind of attention for the kind of baseball player he is. I mean, Milk gave his OPS for last year, but you know, the guy over three years averages 1.005 over three seasons. Uh, if he were in a bigger market, he'd be a superstar. I think he's one of the better players in baseball. And even if Soto were there, I'm not sure that I would pick Yelich, but it would still be a very, very close call with Soto in right field. I'm going to say that in left field, Yelich is my guy. Yeah. And, and as much as I, I want to like, uh, you know, switch this up a little bit and get, you know, get, get some talk about some different players out here. Um, God, you know, I remember when, when Stanton was on the Marlins with Yelich and you, you, you know, we'd watch as a Nats fan, you'd watch Stanton, you get through Stanton and you think, whew, we got by that. And then Yelich killed us all the time. So, I mean, I just remember with him as a Marlin, how good he was. Um, 
I can't look away from him. He's definitely in, in left field for me. He's just, he's just too good. It's scary. All right, let's go to center. Center field. I'll tell you what, I'll lead off here. Uh, another sort of position where there's, there's really a clear person who I would just personally love to see play all the time uh, and, and would make a special trip to see. Uh, that's obviously Mike Trout. But the guy that I want to see play this year because I, he's just he's on the verge every year of having a breakout year and he doesn't quite get there, but his defense is so unbelievable, is Byron Buxton. Uh, I want to see the guy put together a full season uh, and and see what he can really do. So that's that's kind of who I want to watch. Uh, I'll be looking for uh, House. What about you, center field? Yeah, I feel lucky that we're playing in the age of Mike Trout. Yeah. I think when all 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 the record books are done, he's going to hold a whole hell of a lot of those records. Uh, I, I as a Phillies fan, I get to mostly. Uh, see National League Baseball. I wish I could see a lot more of Mike Trout. There was a rumor at one time that we were going to get him because he's from this area and he's a big Philly sports fan. But I think Mike Trout is probably, you know, uh, the consensus best player in baseball. So he's my center fielder. Who do we have? Pope? Trout. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you guys know I like chalk, and they're in the more chalky guy in the majors than Mike Trout. Yeah, well, I mean, he's earned it. I mean, there's there's yeah. no doubt about that. Rooster? Mike fucking Trout, baby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's 29 years old, and he's an eight-time All-Star and three-time MVP. What can you say? Milk. Trout. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> well. Interested to see, uh, by the way, totally uh, – I'm interested to see Springer in Toronto. Yeah. 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 Man, that Toronto team. I'm telling you. They're going to be good. They are going to be good. Yeah. They could be really good. Uh, All right. Let's go to right field. Milk, why don't we stick with you? What do you got in right field? Gosh. This one is painful. My my children have, have, they have um, an unhealthy obsession with Aaron Judge. And so if I, 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 it's become very sickening and uh, very nauseating to me as a, as a Rays fan. And, and we went to a spring training game last week and I told them that that would be the only one they would go to. And they, my son did ask me if he was, if it was okay, if he could root for the Yankees for two hours. Oof. So I did wow. allow that. Uh, you let him? You wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You I said. I said it was okay just for two hours, just for this game, and then never again. And Bill, uh, you, give them late, an inch, you give them an inch, they take a lot. <laughs> I, know, I mean, yeah. come on, hey, man. Don't think I didn't go home and cry in the shower sucking my thumb. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's over. He wants, he wants you to say all rise when he walks it's, into the room. Oh, oh this is so such a mistake. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aaron Judge. Uh even though Mookie Betts is probably the the pick. Yes. All right, hold on. I, I gotta. I want to go to to uh, Toby House. You're next, but let me get the Homer ready here. Okay. So, you know, right field is pretty stacked. Um, there's a there's a pretty good home run hitter in Aaron Judge. He gets hurt a lot, um, and so does a nice player. He's a really oh, nice boy. player. Oh, um, here we go. I don't know what to say. Uh, Mookie Betts has got some really nice glove. 
we are privileged in Philadelphia to have the greatest right fielder in baseball. In 215 games, he's already knocked 50 dingers and he's just under 1,000 OPS. He He's a great guy. He's a great player. I remember how much noise people made over his contract, and now it's probably, I don't know, third or fourth biggest. There's so many bigger contracts than him. He's He's been worth every penny so far, and when he gets us a World Series in the next couple of years, he'll be worth even more. Bryce Harper is your starting right fielder on the SMQBs. Docking news. Bryce Harper is is a lot of fun, and he will never get you a World Series. Oh, Just, that's I not mean, true. When he, I mean, listen, he leaves Washington, and it's like, now we can win the World Series. I mean, I, it, it, he, you will not get a World Series with him. He's fun. He's electric. I, I can't, I've said it on this pod before. I cannot harbor hate or resentment towards him because he's fun, but you will not get a world series with Bryce Harper. Well, we'll have a wager at some point. He'll be traded and he'll win one somewhere else. Uh, Rooster, do did, did we get your right fielder? Uh, no, no. I tell you, I so wanted to pick Aaron judge. He's also great in the field besides being a bomber, but until he has one solid year of good health, I can't pick him as my number one guy. So I struggle between um, Mookie and Soto, if you're telling me Soto's definitely in right field. Um, I I settled on Mookie. Um, You know, I looked at the last two full seasons, and when he played for the Red Sox in 2018, he was the MVP, the silver slugger, won a gold glove, won the batting title, won the World Series. And then last year, he finished second in the MVP uh, voting to Freeman. He's got something like, I don't know. What does he have? He's got five gold gloves and four silver sluggers. And he hit the game clinching home run in the world series last year. Um, he was the difference maker to that team. His, yep. defense, his defense in the brave series was broke milk's heart. off the chain. Mm. Uh, I, you know, he's just, he was amazing. He's amazing. He is an amazing player and he's a little guy. Oh, yeah. Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball. Wow. I'll say it right there. Whoa. Wow. He is the Hot most opinion. The the most important player on his team in baseball. Yeah. Look what happened to the Red Sox when he left. Yeah. But I'm still putting Juan Soto in right field <laughs> because Don't. Don't. Juan Soto yeah. Yeah, yourself. You're right. I will. I'll take it on this one. Juan Soto is and we we've talked about him a little bit already. Um, if he stays on the on the track that he's on, and you know it, it's he's such a young player, and he really does have, um, you know, not that many at bats to be comparing him to Ted Williams already. But people who watch hitters closer than I do, they all say the same thing. Um, I mean, he could be the greatest hitter that the people on this pod ever watch play if 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 he stays on track the way people you know predict and he's fun and and but we can't leave right field um without at least noting carl yastrzemski's grandson yep is playing uh in san francisco so keep an eye on on mike yeah oh, wow. uh something worth noting there's a lot of like second gen uh players who are, yep. who are coming through it's true right now. so we, we we need pope's pick in right field 
Pope, well, yeah. I mean, so if I if I pick my top three fielders, uh, you know, I would have done Soto, Acuna, and Trout. So I guess if you're putting Soto in right, then then he's going to take the uh, the nod over uh, Mookie Betts. I, mean, I had Betts down before I knew Soto was over there. Um, I, that's a coin toss. I mean, Mookie definitely yeah. is uh, uh, probably the most valuable player the last couple of years. But um, I, I, if I had to bet my mortgage, it would be on Soto going forward. Can't go wrong with either one of those. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. yeah. Um, all right. We got to go to, we're going to go in, back into the, uh, in the infield and, and talk about pitchers, but first, House, your random team generated team that you got to say something smart about. Ooh, <laughs> I gotta say I'm nervous. Oh. Gotta say I'm nervous. I think I might have just said the only smart thing: the San Francisco Giants. Oh. What do you have uh, on the Giants? You, you're um, welcome to pass. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I pass to one? Yeah. I mean, I. I got a good we one. Got, on the Giants. We got somebody other than Mike Yastrzemski because right now all I can say is Mike Yastrzemski, I don't even know if, I can't even name a pitcher that I would say I want to see them throw from the Giants. So, I mean, if, if we're talking about what's going to be the story about the Giants, it's going to be the continued development of Yastrzemski, but who else? Who else you got there? Well, I got a, I got a, a, a fun story um, on the Giants, okay? this How about this one from, uh, I think this is from CBS Sports where I picked this up. This will be the the fourteenth different opening day left fielder for the Giants in fourteen seasons. Wow! The last wow. left fielder they had that that started opening day two years in a row, Barry Bonds. Wow! So there's got, there's your your random Giants fact. They've got Evan Longoria. No, that's right. They do. He's still Posey, the and still Buster Posey's still alive. I know. Oh my that. God. Yeah. Starter? I mean, I yeah. Think, I don't know. They won what three World Series out, in like six years back in the early 2000 teens. Yeah. Dominant, you know, teams beat the Rangers in 2010, uh, and now they've just fallen off the cliff. I think we've got um, Darren Ruff, R-U-F, starting. That's so. By the way, Darren Ruff was a masher that the Phillies brought up too late. And he came up at like, I don't know, age 25, 26, uh, and platooned between first base and left field and hit a lot of dingers. And then once Reese Hoskins developed, they let go of Ruff. That's, I didn't even know that that's where he is now, is, well, there you is, go. Uh, is in San Francisco. Interesting. Kevin Gaussman is going to be their opening day starter. Good luck, Giants. Good luck. Let's, Good luck with yeah. all that. Good luck, Sanguinetti's. There's your call. Your, your yeah. shout out to the Sanguinetti's. <laughs> all right, let's do starting pitching. Pope, you want to you want to lead us into starting pitching? So what are we doing? So we're picking I, four. Let, or let's picking, pick yeah. our four. Let's pick, pick our four, four starters. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do four. We'll go around the horn pretty fast here on these, and then we can talk about them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if I'm not if I'm not going through each one, I, I mean, I got it, it's up. I think a lot of these are kind of obvious. I got Degrom. I got Garrett Cole, I got Shane Beebs, and I got Trevor Bauer. And you know, I'm going to beat you every time with that four pitch right there. Oof. Okay. All right, Milk. I got the same guys except I refuse to have Trevor Bauer on any 
team that I'm involved in because I can't stand him. So I switched out Kershaw because I want a little veteran. Oh. In there. Hello, back. No, 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 no. He's going to be just fine. Mm. Rooster, you're four. I've got the one and only Garrett Cole, Yankees fan as a child, uh, DeGrom, Bieber, and I, again, with my theme of this is the year of the Padres, you Jarvis. Mm. Ooh, no, former Ranger. Well, he, I think he pulled it all together with the Cubs and was like second in Cy Young voting. Was he 40 now? He's, he's playing, he's pitching well. House? And, and if you hate the Astros, you have to root for Darvish. You need some older guys on your team. So, uh, DeGrom and Cole and Bieber are definitely my starting three. And look, I mean, if I go with a five-man rotation, <laughs> well, look, I go with a, if I go with a five-man rotation, Scherzer makes it. But the stats, the stats bear it out. Aaron Nola strikes out one of every three batters he faces. There's a lot of consensus that top four <laughs> pitchers include Aaron Nola. Aaron nice Nola's prediction. fourth starter. All right, I'm gonna. I gotta hit myself up here with this. Uh, yeah, no. Scherzer. I got, look, DeGrom, we already talked about. Uh, you can't leave him off the list. Uh, and Bauer, just to piss off Milk, I'm putting Ugh. him on the team and just because I, I, he's just Stand he's him. entertaining. Uh, but I'm taking Scherzer and Strasburg. Oh, I oh my God. Oh, oh, don't, 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 what? What? Yeah. what the what? Double, double. Let's let's not just, forget the last time we had a real world series. Strasburg went through those playoffs, and and uh, I think he was five and zero the first time anyone was five and zero in the playoffs. He was MVP uh, of the World Series. So, uh, I, and and you know what? I want to dive into the pitching a little bit more. But you know, I, this is a side story we should at least mention. I'm really curious to see what the short season means for these pitchers, right? I mean, oh yeah, you, from sixty to one sixty two. It could go two ways, right? I mean, they could be so out of sync and out of whack that you see a bunch of injuries, that nobody can find the strike zone, that they're just all screwed up because these pitchers are such crazy creatures of habit, right? I mean, they, you know, you talk about guys who put their socks on the same way and don't wash their underwear before their starts. I mean, these are those are pitchers, especially lefties, fucking craziest people on the planet. Um, but But the other way it could go, is a lot of guys who are a little long in the tooth and who have injury problems, like a Scherzer and a Strasburg, they just got almost a year off. I mean, Stras did get a year off. Uh, and and mm. Scherzer, you know, there's a lot of wear and tear that they didn't have. And for an older pitcher, um, I think the, the, the thinking is the older pitchers can um, withstand that kind of layoff better because they have so many innings under their belt, they have so much muscle memory on throwing the ball that they actually tend to do better with longer layoffs than, than younger guys. It's harder for a younger guy to bounce back and not have injuries. So I, that's a little side story this year that I think is going to be really interesting is what happens with all these pitchers. Bison, hey, Rooster. Oh, hold on. Bison, you picked DeGrom, Bauer, Scherzer, Strasburg, and who was your fourth? I mean, that was no, that you just named. No, it. I mean, your fifth. Just, so your, I thought we were only doing. We don't have a fifth. Oh, four. Right. We only okay. do four. Okay. okay. Yeah. But Rooster, here's my question for you. Uh, since you've been waiting for this opening day for the first time since you like you were a little kid, uh, who? When is the last time the Yankees won? A Yankees pitcher won the Cy Young, and who was it? Uh, 2019, Garrett Cole. 
I don't think he won the no, Cy Young. No, he didn't win it. He, uh, he did he, not win it. Yes, I think he in did. In 19. In 19, yeah. did he? Yeah. I don't think he did. Because uh, I don't. I don't. I don't think. Oh no! Garrett I'm sorry. He was on the sec- Yankees. He came in second. Well, so he behind was on Ver- the Astros. He was on, he was the, on Astros. the Astros in nineteen. Came in right. second behind Verlander. Yeah. The right. last time a Yankees pitcher won the Cy Young was twenty years ago, two thousand one, with Roger Clemens. Whoa. No kidding. And Ooh. I think I think Cole could do it. I think Cole could do it in the AL. So Sabathia never won. He's he's no. my Cy Young pick. Well, and you know, we cool. nobody nobody picked uh, a guy who really is a possible a Cy Young candidate, Lucas legit. Giolito. Well, somebody's going to get that. We'll get to Giolito, <laughs> but Walker Bueller, yeah, Bueller. No, was, nobody yeah. put Bueller on their on their team, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, by the way, stud. we got to talk about uh, Sixto. Right. Is anybody excited to see this guy? I mean, look, the Marlins in general, I mean, you know, the Marlins don't have the lineup to to help their pitching. I don't think. And even the pitching's a little bit young still Uh, pretty green. But but boy, they've they've got some arms. that will be fun to watch. Yep. There's one of my award winners later on today. All right. Derek Jeter's got them a year or two away, I think. Hmm. Hmm. I. What else we got on pitching? Anything? Anything else to think about? We're gonna do. Uh, Are we doing a reliever? Closer? We got to do a closer. Closer, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll lead off on the closer. Um, I think this is probably one of the weakest things to watch for in the majors this year. I, I don't. The closers are sort of. Eh. I don't got know. About a I mean, handful of picks. Yeah, uh, you do. I mean. I've seen, you know, I've seen Brad Hand for the Nats put up there. I, I that does not excite me, and and so that's no. you know the opposite of a homer. That does that's not exciting to me. I, I think you kind of have to go with Josh Hader still. I mean, he still seems like uh, Mister Invincible when he walks out on the on the mound. Um, there's one other guy who I'm sure Rooster's going to bring up, but um, I don't know. This is this is the least interesting to me. Rooster, what do you think? Well, when you throw 105 miles an hour, you probably should get brought up. Uh, but I'm not going to pick a role, this Chapman. Uh, right. I'm going I with hope Slida. not. I'm going with Slida. Hmm. Liam Hendricks for the hmm. White Sox. All right. Hmm. Last year's uh, 28, 2019 ERA of 1.8, 2020 ERA of 1.78. Hope. Right there with Rooster. Okay. Uh, okay. A's last year. Strong this year, going to definitely help the White Sox. 40% uh, strikeout rate, 14 saves in a short season. They had 25 saves the year before. I, you know, you're right, though. It's not like a, there's a Mariano Rivera out there. It's a, it's a fairly weak um, position. And, you know, I mean, we can have a, a broader conversation about relief pitching, but it's so different now when you have specialists who are the seventh inning specialists, the eighth inning specialist, and the closer is interchangeable depending on how well he's doing. So um, it's just not real exciting anymore. You don't have the closer come out through the bullpen with the wild thing music blaring and, you know, hitters fearing what's coming. Milk. What about you? By the way, Milk, I saw that you're raised. There's like there's predictions that they're going to average under four innings for their starters this year. Oh, do you know we've done that? Like, so, so you, you, you should 
So I expect uh, big things out of your reliever uh, selection here because well, your team lives by the bullpen. It's funny you should say that because my <laughs> pick is a Ray. It would be Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. I is love that hurt? guy. Is he, he hurt, Milk? He is hurt. So right. that's okay. going to be a problem, and he's not expected back for you – know, it could be pretty serious. But when that guy is on, he's he didn't have the best postseason either. But the year before, he was like a .55 ERA. He's really good. He's a really you good believer. He's you top can't five. Wear the number, you can't wear the number 70 in baseball. You just, you just well, can't do that. How's yeah. How's I think it's it's your your pick, but I mean, do you even get a pick? The Phillies had like a seven point ERA out of the bullpen last year. Should I? I'm not sure. Should you get a pick here? We have a historically bad bullpen, and Jason Stark's written a great article about if if even they were half or a third of as bad, we would have been a playoff team last year. That's how bad our bullpen was. We were really good through seven innings. We lost so many games to our bullpen. But I want you guys to watch the reigning NL Rookie of the Year from the Milwaukee Brewers, Devin Williams. This guy is an exciting closer. He's my closer. His ERA was .33. He throws 17.7 strikeouts per nine innings over 27 batters. Uh, and he throws a nasty changeup, 97 mile per hour fastball. Watch Devin Williams. He's an exciting closer. He's a young guy. And it's rare that a closer would be a rookie of the year. That's my choice for closer. Good pick. Good pick. All right. So we got everybody under the belt except catcher. But first, one more random generator here. Uh, Rooster, tell us something about <laughs> uh, it's like it's on a T. Tell us something about the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, <laughs> pass. Wow. Yes. That says a lot right there. Uh. No your, respect. Your, wait a minute. What's your draft? What's your draft pick next year? What number do you? Hey, draft? Rooster, you the Eagles. <laughs> they traded it away. Rooster, <laughs> Rooster, this is your opportunity to talk about Didi. Yeah, I I love Didi. I do love Didi, and I'm glad you resigned him. He's he's outstanding. He's clutch. Uh, I wish the Yankees still had him, but Glabar Torres is the future. Um, Dee Dee is a, is a really solid shortstop and, and good person. And I hope he has a great year. He was but, one of the few players last year that played with the mask on, Yeah, you know, on the bases, while at bat, the whole thing. He's, he's a great guy. So well, let's stick with the Phillies for a second though. I, I, I want to say, do you house, do you believe in Zach Wheeler as a two? I do. Yeah. He, I think he's, I think he's a two. I mean, he, he was solid last year and uh i i i think he's i think he's going to surprise some people i mean i i i would put him at 14 to 16 wins for sure okay i think he's a i think he's like a 3 i think he's a 3 i, I think and that's why ultimately why i think the phillies uh you know look the the phillies like the nats are playing in a brutal brutal division uh it's going to be difficult for for either team I think to make the playoffs, but um, the pitch, the starting pitching, I don't think for Philadelphia is as good as, as y'all think it is. 
So okay. um, just remember that Max Scherzer had a 3.74 ERA last year. Oh uh, yeah, last year, last, last year was not good. Last, last year didn't count. Last year didn't count. count. <laughs> yeah. Right. By All the right, way, let's... have you have if you look closely, a lot of these players, it's amazing the fall off last year. The, like a lot of really good players had bad years last year. Well, that's true. You know, these guys are like we said, they're they're creatures of habit, and there was no consistency, no rhythm to the season. Totally, absolutely. So you, yeah, you can't. I don't look at a lot of that. Yeah, I think a we, lot of guys come back. We got to go to catcher, and uh, clearly the the field general, the most important part of any baseball team, the heart, the soul, the brains, uh, the the best athlete, often the the you know generally the best looking. Uh, also the most underappreciated rooster who is the catcher that you're watching this year well i hate to say this uh, uh, i know yasmani grandal is the sexy choice but it's still jt in my book real muto he's a much better hitter than grandal um, and he's a much better catcher than my man gary sanchez who i think is going to have a monster year at the plate um, but Rio Moto puts it all together. Um, he led all all catchers last last uh, full season um, in defensive runs saved at 11 and in double plays turned at 14. He's a Gold Glover and a and a good batter. So I mean, you, you know, you, it's hard to go wrong with him. He's he's at his top the top of his game. He just made bank. Hope, who do you have? He earned it. Same guy. No. You know, all the rooster stats can't argue with them. Um, since Pudge Rodriguez is not available, I'm gonna have to go with JT. <laughs> uh, let's, <laughs> let's keep the JT love affair going, House. So, Bison, I mean, you're a professional catcher. You would have been one, were <laughs> yeah. it not for. But for I mean, knees. how how important is the skill of framing a pitch? Because let me tell you something. You guys got to watch the way this guy frames a pitch. He turns more balls into strikes than anybody I've ever seen behind the plate. Well, it's it's super important until they bring the robot umpires into the yeah, game. Then it becomes less important. Uh, but I do think along those lines, not just framing, but receiving the ball in general to a pitcher. I mean, look, pitchers are head cases, right? I mean, these guys are are we've talked about their routine. And when they get comfortable with a catcher, if a catcher can receive the ball smoothly and makes them comfortable, confident, and, and willing to throw whatever, whenever, that's, you know, that's, you can't put a value on that. There's no statistic uh, that you're going to show me that, that when, a, when a pitcher has a rapport with his catcher that replaces, you know, that's, that's more important than that. So, uh, you know, JT's a defensive stud, but he really is not just a good power hitter. He's a clutch hitter. Uh, he's consensus in any critics book about the best catcher in baseball. And JT's my best catcher too, for the SMQB nine, by the way, if you guys, if anybody talks about clutch again, the entire sabermetrics audience is going to stop listening to us. Right. If we talk about clutch hitters, uh, that's, that's for a different podcast, but, uh, milk, milk, break it up here. We don't, we can't keep this Philly love going. Tell me you got somebody else. I, when I was going through these, I did catcher last and I was looking over all the players before I did catcher and I didn't have one Philadelphia Philly, which made me happy and very excited. <laughs> um, and then I got to catcher and I just, I kind of have to go with everyone else here. 
I think he's oh, the best catcher in, in MLB, and it, mm, it pains me to pick any player from the city of Philadelphia, but I got to do it. Can we put Bison. Soto at catcher? Yeah. Come on, Bison. <laughs> yeah. Bison, you wanted JT so bad in the offseason. Just put him there. Come but, on. But you know what? You guys missed the most obvious one. Kurt Suzuki from the National. No, just no. Did we JT? have any consensus other than JT? This is, here it comes. Whoa, here it comes. I didn't get there yet. I didn't get there. Here it comes. <laughs> I, like I said about Trout, JT is, is catcher number one, has to be. But I've got to give a shout out to Salvador Perez, who is about to catch his 10th season for the Kansas City Royals. And you just you can't overlook that. It's a shout-out. It's not a shout-out. It's who do I want to watch? I, I you got to admire 10 years. Wait, you want to watch Salvador Perez? Over JT, yeah. Oh, my God. Tracy's a lucky woman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to have to get the $500 a month MLB package to watch. <laughs> right. in Miami. Milk, milk. Tell me something about the Cleveland Indians. Oh yeah, they, the major league. There you go. Are they even the Indians anymore? Do we get to do I don't we call them the Indians? Call them that. Not, not for much longer. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they got a decent pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he was he was in my top four in the rotation. The Beebs. Yeah, I, I, they've got that. They lost some guys though, didn't they? Uh, yeah. Didn't they lose um, Lind- Lindor? The, the yeah. shortstop, right? Yeah. 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 Mets. Uh, yeah, I, I they've I got a know. good reliever they've too. Got Jose Ramirez, he's good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel. I don't think they're going to do anything special. I mean, I don't really have anything great to say about the Cleveland Indians. All right. What do you guys yeah. have? I don't think there's anything. Nothing. Hey, <laughs> hey, Bison. I mean, were we? Uh, were we picking a DH too? Oh, were we? Yeah. Sure. Let's do a DH. But before we do that, it's it's amazing when you think about because we have nothing good to say about the Indians. Probably have nothing good to say about the Cubs. It's only been five years since that epic World Series. Yeah, and both yeah. franchises have come down so far. And, no, and, I agree. And, and I don't. Way, I mean, the wasn't that the World Series that gave uh, that gave birth to the SMQBs? It might have been. Kind of was. I well, think it was. We it's more about football, college football on Sunday review. But yes, we we did a lot of texting during that series. I think the AL Central and the the NL Central might be the worst in the in MLB. That that would be any any. Uh, any I wouldn't say that about uh, the AL Central. Not the AL Central. You got the White Sox and the Twins. Yeah, both good teams. All right, out of uh, real yeah. real quick, real quick, we got to do the DH. Um, House, who, who do you have? Staying with the uh, – since you're watching a lot of uh, Kansas City baseball now, watch Jorge Soler, 65 homers in 230 games. He's a masher. He's my DH. They're going to be on <laughs> MLA, MLB 8, similar to the Ocho. <laughs> Milk, who do you have? I'm going with the uh, – I root for any MLB players still playing in their 40s. Nelson Cruz. I think as a legend, Nelson Cruz. Oh, don't get me started on Nelson Cruz. He's a hundred years old. He's still playing and he's going to, he's going to have a hell of a year. 
if he had just played doubles in the Cardinals game in 2011 World Series and just backed up four feet, he would have caught David Freeze's fly ball and the Rangers would have won the World Series. So I've got some issues with Nelly still. Nelson Cruz could be the, the, the player who hits the most uh, home runs by someone in their 40s this yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My what second about? pick was J.D. Martinez, if you want a younger a younger gent. If he comes back. I think so, for sure. He had a bad year last year, but Pope. everybody did. Pope, who's your DH? Stanton. Thank God someone came to their senses. Interesting. I think he's going to be full-time designated hitter from what I've read, so I, how can you argue with that? Rooster? Full-time designated hitter. For once in the offseason, he didn't train like a bodybuilder. He did yoga. Same with Judge. If those two guys are healthy for a full season, just look out. And Stanton is a better hitter than Judge. I think Stanton's going to have a season like he did with the Marlins when he hit 59 homers. Boom. Um, I'm going to throw out a name just sticking with a couple things. Different guys, uh, Toronto and uh, Junior's. I'm going with Vlad Jr. Yeah. My DH. Fun fact about Vlad. I think he lost like 40 yes. pounds in the offseason. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. He's got right, so guys. much potential. But isn't he a, a first baseman? Well, they've got him sort of slotted first, third, DH. Um, you know, I think you'll see a lot of guys moving around to the DH yeah. position. So. But, but if I'm picking one for my team, that's that's who I want to watch. I, I, I'm falling in love with this Toronto team the more we do. This. Absolutely. Get on board, man. If, yeah. they had, if they had a second and third starting pitcher, they'd be uh, a, a, an intimidating team. I think Toronto challenges Tampa for the AL East. All right, here's what we're going to do. no one else, though. We got through our positions. Here's what we're going to do. I laugh at that. Does anybody have an – Real fast, anybody have an interesting storyline? And then we're going to do World Series predictions, and we'll do Cy Young and MVP. Okay, we're not going to go through the whole playoffs. But who, anybody have a really something that they want to throw out there to watch for this year? I do. I, I want you. Oh, I do too. But you go first. No, you please. You go first. Thanks, Rooster. In the history of the Major League Baseball draft, only two players have ever been taken number one overall, and have never made the majors. Mm. Ryan Taylor in 1991 and Stephen Chilcott in 1966. One of the most decorated pitchers in college baseball ever is a guy named Mark Apple or Appel. Um, he was drafted eighth overall by the Pirates in 2012. He returned to Stanford, had another stellar season, and was taken number one overall uh, by the Strohs paid a 6.35 million signing bonus and never got an ERA below 4.37 in the minors and quit baseball in 2017. Just quit. He had a number of surgeries and he decided to make a comeback. The Phillies retained his rights and he's made it to the minors. And I just think that would be a cool story to watch this year. If this guy, after being drafted number one overall in 2013, finally sees his first Major League Baseball game as a pitcher in 2021, it would be a pretty cool story. Yeah, That's that my is cool. Story to follow. That, that is a great story. That hurts me, though, for you to bring up Brian Taylor. Um, I know. The Yankees drafted, and then he hurt his shoulder in a bar fight and never pitched a day after that. Um my story involves one of my Ohio Wesleyan 
alums who played football with me, um, coach of the, of the Vanderbilt, uh, Tim Corbin. And uh, he's got two pitchers on his staff who are, are going to be drafted in the top five. And they are the two best pitchers on the same team, I think, since what you mentioned earlier, Bison, um, Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer were on UCLA. Um, Pope, good news for you since the Rangers have the second pick, but these two guys, Kamar Rocker and Jack Leiter, are the real deal, and um, they're going to be aces, I think, unless you know, unless we hear the same story that uh, House just told. No I, bar I, fights. Vandy's Vandy is an awesome college team. I think they've got like maybe four or five guys predicted to go real early in in the maybe first or second rounds. And you know, like t- some decent teams have high picks, like the Red Sox. If they get one of those guys, that's bad news for the AL East. Milk, you got a storyline you're following? Um, no, I just you know just waiting to get into the World Series again. I'm assuming as a <laughs> I'm assuming as a Tampa fan, we'll we'll play for a championship. So. I think I wow. think Blake Blake Snell might get back there. Oh wait, uh, oops. Ooh. Oh, no. you still have the same manager, uh, Madden. Kevin Cash, baby. Oh yeah. No, hey. I'm 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 interested to see what happens with our pitching this year with losing Snell and and Morton and and Tyler Glass now. Keep an eye on him. I'm just telling you. Okay. Hope. I mean, I I guess it's not a new story, but how or how is the season going to go with COVID? Are we going to have significant uh, delay um are some teams going to miss how are we going to make up the games we get 162 in the purists love 162 because you can do stats and compare year to year um i think there's some people out there who would love to see a shortened season and a longer postseason potentially with more you know wild cards so um i i don't know this is a this is going to be an interesting year it'll be interesting to see how the fans react uh, to all the teams, are they coming back? Are they not coming back? What are the TV ratings like? Um, it's a it's a year. Major League Baseball is probably uh, a little bit concerned about how this year is going to go. I would imagine. Oh. Two two storylines to follow that are both uh, in a usual uh, pod would be Ted Lasso's stories. Number one, Kim Ang, the uh, first woman to be uh, a general manager of a of a major league team in Florida, uh, working alongside uh, Derek Jeter as they try and uh, rebuild a franchise that rebuilds and dumps and rebuilds and dumps and rebuilds and dumps. So that's a great storyline to watch. And then I have to give a shout out to uh, right up the street, Trey Mancini in Baltimore, who last year uh, had uh, was diagnosed with colon cancer and is, is back uh, and is going to be playing this year. And that's another uh, really, truly great story uh, to keep an eye on. All right, prediction time. House, yeah, you got something? You want to add one more? I just want to say, true or false, the Oakland A's are selling luxury suites for one Bitcoin. True. Got to be true. It is true. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> I think it's all that. We, we've entered a new era. You yeah, can buy luxury have. suites for Bitcoin. Oh, I thought it was that Oakland had luxury suites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, those are nice. Yeah. All right, we're going to do predictions. Let's do we, – we talk so much about all the players – Let's do a, just a real quick, we don't have to dive into it, but your Cy Young, uh, American League, and National League, who do you have? Rooster. Uh, no, straight New York. 
Garrett Cole and DeGrom. Pope? Same. Oh, okay, same. All right. Pope, what do you got? So Cy Young, DeGrom, and Cole. Yep. That's same for same for me. House? DeGrom and Lucas Giolito will be winning the AL Cy Young. Yes, that is an excellent pick. That is an excellent pick. I am 100% with you. And I am also throwing in his former teammate. This is Steven Strasburg's year to win the Cy Young. His career has got everything in it, and it's going to happen. His stuff is too good. Strasburg in the National League. All right, House, back to you. Who's in the World Series and who wins it? In the World Series this year, we are going to be staying um, in Southern California for some of the games, but it's going to be an interesting World Series. This year's World Series is going to pit the Chicago White Sox against the San Diego Padres. Wow, I love you it. Are, you are going to see the San Diego Padres hoist that trophy. That's your channel. I love it. Mil- wow. Shout out to you, Henry. Wow. <laughs> Nope. Am, I, am I predicting when uh, Kevin Kiermeyer will no longer be a Ray? Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> uh, World Series. I, I can't go against the Dodgers. I mean, that team is just absolutely stacked. It, it, I'm going. I'm going L.A. And it pains me to say this. I think the Yankees. It, it's their year to go. Yeah, Rooster's oh, dancing. I've got Dodgers. I've got Dodgers, Yankees, and I've got I've got LA winning it all. There's too uh, much talent. Let's let's go over to a dancing rooster. Uh, you know, I like everyone's picks. Um, the White Sox are a damn good team. Um, I've got Padres, Yankees, Yankees winning it. Wow. Oh. So, my childhood team. Which one is that? The, the virtual <laughs> oh background you can see oh, is the Braves. Okay. The Brooklyn is that, Dodgers. Is that North the, the Carolina, Nets, the Nets, celebrating or Alabama? 19, the uh, Phil Necro, Hank Aaron uh, years. Celebrating 1995 World Series. The Braves are going to bring it back to Atlanta. It'll be the Braves beating the Yankees. The Braves get over the Dodgers. Game seven, they uh, uh, spit the bit, but this year they get over the hump. Braves Yankees be a classic World Series, and I got the Braves coming back with a World Championship, and Acuna will be your World Series MVP. Too much, too much weird stuff happens after you win the World Series. It's too hard to repeat and go back. And Clayton Kershaw is 150 years old. Last year didn't count. His I'm back going, is like 300. Yeah, I'm going Padres and Yankees and Rooster. I think the drought is over. That team is just too loaded. Watch out for injuries, but that's that's your World Series win. Number 28. Cannot there's, wait. Cannot there's, wait. There's too much talk about San Diego. Got to go against them. Oh, they're, yeah. They're fun. Their pitching is loaded. They may not be ready. I love them. I'm not ready to pencil them in yet. I think the White Sox are as fun. All right. Do we want to, do, we want to do MVP? And sure. just wrap it. Let's Why do not? it. Milk, give us your MVPs. Um, I've got Trout and Soto. Pope, Trout and Acuna. 
Rooster. Uh, Aaron Judge. And oh. <laughs> Aaron yeah. Judge and Soto. You can't pick two Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a Yankee yet. Juan Soto. Yeah, yeah. Right. He will be. Else? So I've got uh, Mike Trout until someone knocks him off his throne. He's got it. And I'm not kidding you. It's happening. Bryce Harper is your NL MVP. It's uh, happening. Uh, it's happening. Yeah, it's not Over. happening. It's uh, it's Trout and Soto. Yeah, I like it. Hard to argue. So I want, I want you guys to know that through everything today, the only thing we could reach entire consensus on is that Mike Trout is the AL MVP and Jacob deGrom is one of the four starting pitchers. That is the only five-person consensus of our whole predictions for the season. It's going to be a great season. Can't and, wait. And, nobody, and nobody was off the reservation on any of this stuff, right? I mean, everything was oh, – was, was Kansas these City Royals picks. catcher was kind of <laughs> we got yeah. we got yeah. close yeah. with with the catcher we got real close. Bison like is hard closer. that we were a consensus. I feel Just like we're getting closer, guys. I can't wait to watch the Royals all year. It's gonna be opening awesome. day. It's like uh, twenty four hours away, so less than. Have fun. All Good right, work. everybody, Let's enjoy it. it. All, all right, right guys, go Nats. Play ball. Go Rays.
you know.